Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Well, I just want to welcome everyone to Ask Wardy. This is episode 29, and this is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. We have a great question from Susan today about quinoa and stomach aches, and I'll get to that in a minute. First, I want to welcome those of you who are live with me on Periscope or Facebook Live, those who are checking out the replay, and even those who are coming down later down the line uh, via iTunes or YouTube. Um, if you're coming in later, there are complete show notes, video replay, and podcasts created for you at tradcookschool.com slash aw029. So be sure to check that out because then any links I mentioned, if you want to reference the material I'm sharing, you can go right to that post. Again, that's tradcookschool.com slash aw029. If you're with me live, it's not there yet, but it will be within 24 hours. So my time at least Thursday by 6 a.m. Pacific. And so hello everyone. As I um, cover today's topic, please feel free to be liberal with the hearts or sharing or your comments. Um, it means a lot to me and I want to be sure to address Susan's question well, but if you have questions or comments about it, just pepper those comments in and I at least will attend to the ones that I can while we're going, but definitely later on. All right, so here we go. I wanna to read to you Susan's question. It is about quinoa. Let me take a poll here who's live with me. Um, have you um, eaten or seen quinoa before? And are you aware um, quinoa, in fact, I'll show you a picture. I brought some here. So we've got a thumbs up, great, and a whole bunch of yeses, great. So this is white quinoa, this is black quinoa. If you can see on the video here, they're very tiny seeds. They're used so often in gluten-free um, cooking. They are just little pearls, and when you cook them, they actually get this spiral thing that kind of pops off in a spiral. I think it's so pretty, but they're very, very tiny. They're not actually a grain, although they're used kind of as a grain as an alternative to gluten-free, or sorry, as an alternative to gluten grains, um, but it's not, tip, it's not technically a grain, it's considered a seed. And most often you might see white quinoa, we do some black as well, and, um, I like to mix it a lot, so I'll do, I'll do a pot of quinoa where I have some of each. And they are very, very tiny. And we're gonna talk about Susan's issue um, because quinoa in particular can cause stomach aches. And so it's really important um, to prepare it correctly. All right, here's Susan's question. She says, I think I finally have a question to ask. I've eaten quinoa twice and developed severe abdominal pain afterward. I didn't make the connection until today when it happened again. Before, I always had something else to blame it on. I ran an internet search and apparently it's a common problem. I've been working in your traditional practices for a few years now and my family actually prefers to eat at home because we feel better, which is awesome. 
Now the question, will rinsing the quinoa be enough to get rid of the saponins or should I soak it overnight with vinegar water before preparing? Can you think of anything else? I love the taste, the taste is awesome, and health benefits, but the hours of nodding abdominal pain is so intense I'm afraid to keep trying it. Thank you for all you've shared and all that you do. Your information has truly transformed our lives and I continue to forward your site to others. You've been a blessing. Susan, thank you so much. You are a blessing to me. I feel so badly about the intense abdominal pain you're experiencing. It is definitely from the saponins. Thank you so much, Amy, for the amen in the comments. So first, let's just back up. Let's talk about why you might get a stomach ache from quinoa. I know you did some Google searching, so you've already found the answer, but let's just go over it. So um, here's why you get a bitter or a stomach ache from quinoa. Quinoa has this fibrous outer coating called saponin. It's bitter. It's like a pest, natural pesticide, actually. So that's makes quinoa so amazing where it's grown. It can be grown um, fairly pest-free because it's like it has its own natural pesticide. So that's great for growing quinoa, but it's not so great for us because it can really wreak havoc on our digestive system. Um, you can get a stomach ache from, from the saponin, it's called, um, because it irritates your digestive system, plus it just tastes bitter. So therefore, let's move into the solutions that you've proposed, uh, rinsing and soaking, let's discuss those. Therefore, quinoa should always be rinsed. It should be rinsed. And r rinsing um, is a very simple way to rinse away that saponin coating. So all you're gonna do is you're gonna take your quinoa and you're gonna put it in a fine mesh uh, sieve or strainer, and as you saw, those uh, those little seeds are very tiny, so it does have to be a fine mesh, and it's very simple to rinse it. Cold, hard running water for two minutes, and you know, move it around so you make sure that the all the con all the quinoa gets in contact with the cold running water. So at least two minutes. You could do more if it was a big batch, but that's the rinsing, and the rinsing will rinse just that hard running water contact and flushing through will rinse the saponin off the seeds. So it's really important that you do that, it can make a huge difference. Not only will you get that saponin out that's wreaking havoc with your digestive system, um, you will also rinse away that bitter taste. Now, I know that you said you love the taste of quinoa, and I have had quinoa that's not rinsed, and it still tastes great, so it's not it's not um, heavily bitter, but just a little bit bitter so that if you rinse it, I think you will notice the difference. In the comments, um, someone's asking, do you need to sprout it before? You can sprout it, you don't need to. Um, but sprouting would start with rinsing. You would rinse it, then you would soak um, overnight or 12 hours, and then, that, and then you would drain and then you would sprout it. But you do not need to sprout it. Um, we're just talking the minimum preparation here, which is rinsing. Now, the second part, oh, I also wanted to say that if you purchase quinoa, some brands are pre-washed, but my experience has been purchasing quinoa in bulk that it's not pre-washed. It's pretty much coming right from the farm, and so we need to pre-rinse it or pre-wash it. But if you're buying it packaged in small packages and it says pre-washed or pre-rinsed, then you don't need to um, do that. All right, so, um, so that was the first point. Quinoa should be rinsed. It's gonna rinse away the saponin, it's gonna rinse away the bitterness and the saponin that's gonna wreak havoc on your digestive system that is causing you that intense abdominal cramping. It's not a guarantee, but it's probably the likely culprit. 
All right, the second part of what I recommend for quinoa is what I recommend for all seeds, which is quinoa, like all seeds, nuts, or grains, should be soaked. So first you rinse it, then you soak it. And soaking is very easy too. And the reason it's a good idea to do this is so you get the maximum nutrition and digestibility from any of the seeds you're eating. Seed, quinoa is a seed, or it's called a, we often think of it as a grain because it's a gluten grain replacement, but it's really a pseudo grain slash seed. But it's the same thing we do with nuts or other seeds like sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds. It's the same thing we do with beans. It's the same thing we do with other grains. You soak. Um, because all of those seeds have phytic acid. Phytic acid is an anti-nutrient, it blocks mineral absorption. So if you soak your grains, nuts, or seeds beforehand to neutralize the phytic acid, that means that when you eat those grains, nuts, or seeds, that you're gonna get the maximum, um, uh, did I already say it blocks mineral absorption? You're gonna get the maximum mineral nutrition from the foods that you eat because the phytic acid is no longer there to block your body from getting minerals from what you're eating. So by soaking, you're gonna get more nutrition from the grains and the other things you're eating with it. So you wanna neutralize phytic acid. This is one of the foundational principles of traditional cooking. I include it in my free video series that you can get at tradcookschool.com slash free vids. I give you a demonstration of soaking rice with kind of the same things I'm talking about here. So if it seems overwhelming, don't, you know, don't listen to that little niggling thing in your head. Just go to tradcookschool.com slash revids, watch me soaking rice, and you'll see how easy it is. And it's the same principle for quinoa. You do the exact same thing with quinoa, except you add that soaking stage. So let's just go through the soaking on quinoa. First, you're going to rinse like I described it well, described before, like I described it well, haha. Uh, hopefully I described it well. <laughs> but you're gonna, you're gonna rinse like I said, all right? And then you're gonna combine your quinoa with warm water in a bowl or a pot, and you're gonna add one tablespoon of acid per cup of liquid, um, which is water at this point. And then you're gonna soak it, like cover it with a plate or a cloth or something just to keep dust and bugs out. Put it in a warm location for seven to eight hours or overnight and just let it soak. And that acid is going to neutralize the phytic acid. And then you're just gonna cook as you normally would. So if you soak with the right water to grain ratio, then you could just move your pot. If you soaked in a pot, you could move it to the stove and just cook. Add some fat or salt if you want. Uh, some people don't prefer the sour taste, in which case you would drain the soaking water but you would measure it, so then you would know exactly how much in fresh water or broth to replace for the cooking, and then you'd proceed with cooking. But it's very, very simple. And again, if you wanna see this process with rice um, that you can uh, translate to any grain, it's at tradcookschool.com slash freevids. In fact, here, I have it for you on this thing. So if you wanna take a screenshot, so if you're on Facebook or Periscope right now, if you're on a mobile device, it's the um, power button and home button at the same time, at least on iPhone. So go ahead and take a screenshot, tradcookschool.com slash freevids. So let's take a quick poll here, anybody who's live. And anybody who's not live, you can come by tradcookschool.com slash aw029 and you can add your um, reaction in the comments there. Do you take the time to rinse and soak your quinoa? And do you feel that it makes a difference? Um, Quickly, all the benefits that I've mentioned is it's not as bitter tasting. We're getting a yes in the comments. It's not as bitter tasting. Um, you don't get the digestive um, upset from the saponin wrecking with your 
your digestive system. You also get more minerals from your food. We're getting another definitely, we're getting an absolutely. In addition, your quinoa is gonna cook in half the time if you soak it ahead of time. In addition, I feel that it has a better texture. Soaking just makes all your grains have a better texture when they're finished. We're getting another yes, good. Okay, and somebody else is saying, I haven't soaked yet, but next time. Good question, what acid do you use? Kombucha, raw apple cider vinegar, lemon juice, um, a wine vinegar, a rice vinegar, pretty much anything acidic is gonna work for you. You could even use sourdough starter. If you use something that has some um, probiotics or living culture in it, you're actually gonna get what I call um, an advanced soak or a biological soak because not only will you have the acid preparing the grain for good nutrition and digestion, you'll actually have those beneficial organisms doing a short fermentation to further make the grains nutritious and digestible. So I do prefer using a biologically active um, acid medium like sourdough starter or kombucha or raw apple cider vinegar. Okay, will this work with teff and amaranth too? Yes, it works with all seeds and grains. Again, you can use this, use what I, use my video, tradcookschool.com slash freevids. I show you rice, but I give you a chart for all seeds and grains. I also show you nuts and seeds. So if you go grab these videos, you'll see nuts, you'll see rice on video, but you also get charts um, for everything. Okay, got time for one more quick question. You're welcome. You're welcome, sourdough starter with a question mark, not sure what you mean by that, but yes, sourdough starter is acidic because the organisms produce acid. It also has beneficial yeast and bacteria in there. So they are very effective at making um, all seeds, grains, nuts, beans, seeds, more nutritious and digestible. So you can use it for more than just sourdough bread. You can use your sourdough starter as a soaking medium. Good, uh, water kefir good for soaking? Yes, you could use water kefir for soaking as well. Sprouting, I actually mentioned that earlier, so I'll just say it really quick. Um, in addition to rinsing and soaking, you could add a sprouting. Um, I'm gonna say that rinsing and soaking is the minimum preparation that I recommend for eating quinoa or all nuts and seeds, um, but you could take it a step further and, so and sprout quinoa just like you could sprout any nuts, you could sprout any grains, you could sprout any beans. In traditional um, cooking, we have three major preparation methods for um, um, seeds, grains, beans, nuts, or seeds. So you have soaking, you have sprouting, and you have sourdough. And you can do one or a combination of all of them. I said them in the order of effectiveness though. Soaking is the minimum effective and minimum required in, in my opinion. Sprouting is next and sourdough is the most effective for preparing grains for best digestion. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone. I've just got a couple things that I wanna wrap up with here. Again, um, just check out the, the grain preparation methods. It applies to quinoa or other nuts or seeds at tradcookschool.com slash freevids. Another thing is um, within 24 hours, the show notes with links and everything I've mentioned here is gonna be available for you at tradcookschool.com slash 029. And if you have other comments or you wanna reply with your experience with rinsing or soaking quinoa, please do it there. And Susan, I just wanna wrap up by saying this was your question. You're the one who was saying you get an intense stomach ache from uh, quinoa. So I really do think that the rinsing and soaking is going to uh, help you. And I'd love to hear from you if it does or does not. If you continue to have a stomach ache, it's possible there's another allergy or sensitivity involved, but it's definitely worth trying to rinse and soak and see if that eases the abdominal pain. All right, well, thank you all and God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. 
Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.